heavy track today. Yeah, not vibing risky lettuce, getting sinker vibes. I don't know, says on the Tab app she's firming. Don't just vibe it, get expert tips in Tab's new race feed. Tab, we're on. What are you really gambling with? What are the horses to follow? The forgetful runs, the stories. On Racing Pulse, bring on David Gately. David Gately is here for a very special edition of the Derby Day post-mortem and we'll also have an early game plan for Melbourne Cup Day. A Gator 1-0 to the bookies. We need to fight back. It was a tough Derby Day, but some brilliant performances. Yeah, that's right. I mean, certainly um, it was a fabulous day's racing. I mean, the Derby cops and stick uh, pre-race, but the first three were excellent. Uh, the race is actually rated okay relative to, to history. The, the Coolmore Studs Dake, um, you know, again, uh, just fabulous racing. The Everest form third and a forgive run from Cylinder. But Osmosis did it all from the front. And again, useful time without raving. Probably not the strongest Coolmore in history, but uh, and, and the win and the story behind Pride of Jenny. I mean, mm. that's the thing about our great game. There's always a story. No doubt. Um, who did your loyal followers tip as the run of the day yeah it was spirited uh, this week uh, the the uh, the voting and, and a lot of strong opinions which which we love um but uh, they're happy with uh, pride of jenny and her win and given the speed she ran from the front it's difficult to knock 37 percent of the vote over oban buramai 36 percent a bit of a photo finish there osmosis 20 percent and riff rocket uh, just seven percent a bit of love for bella and Bettina as well all right um Obviously, the Group 1s were the highlight. Any horses that yep. you particularly want to really follow out of Derby Day? Oh, well, probably a lot of those. Um, it's just a, it just depends who's still uh, standing this prep. Um, obviously, the wake was generally a great guide to the Oaks. We saw two fabulous Oaks trials. Obviously, the winner was great. Zardozzi, excellent, given the weight penalty. She comes back to level weights in the Oaks. And Athlone, that, whatever it's called, um, Sectionals home were pretty similar to Zardozzi's and probably has a little more upside. So, interesting runner, her, out of that race. A horse like a tissue was really difficult to miss in the Pride of Jenny race. What an outstanding run from her. Um, hearing she's going to the Champions 2000 metre race, though, over the Matriarch, which she won last year. Gee, the Matriarch would have been... She would have been something to bet on there, but I'm not sure she can beat some of those at 2000 metres. Um, yeah, just on that, who... Obviously, is your early Oaks selection, has it changed your mind at all, the Wakeful on Saturday? Well, yeah, it does every year. It's the best guide, historically, isn't it? So history's, you know, there for a reason to learn from, and I certainly would do that race, though, before Thursday. <laughs> uh, have you done your cup form and your cup day tips then? Because let's dig into that. I want to get your analysis in the Melbourne Cup. All the punters are screaming for your top four or five in this year's Melbourne Cup. Who have you sided with? Oh, look, I think this race, it's a back-your-own-judgment race, isn't it? Um, it'd be un-Australian not to take a trifecta in the first four because the pools are astronomical. And if you fluke it, uh, you have better fun. Uh, look, I think... Future history is the best value runner in the race this year. Look, he's uh, he's got to come up a level, but um, he did exactly that when he went to a stage trip for the first time in the Bart Cummings. I loved his strength through the line, covered ground in a Mini Valley Cup. He doesn't have the world-class form lines, but uh, he also doesn't have 58 kilos. He's in with 50. So he's there to run well at a big price. Without a fight, my second pick, um, pretty much had him all on top all uh, uh, since the Caulfield Cup, but... Um, 
put him in, put him in for second. He was a month between runs into that Caulfield Cup. Excellent win, fast time. Vauban, well, there's not much to dislike. Great record, great trainer, big margin wins. Um, world-class jockey, as good as anyone on the planet, draws well. And gold trip, it's just not easy with that weight, over 3,200, but he's a must-include. So my first four for the cup, for the record, 21, 3, 5 and 1. I like it, a bit of value. Future history, Holly Doyle to create uh, another slice of history in the Melbourne Cup, a $19 chance gator, which will be nice for your followers. Um, a couple of quick ones coming through on the SMS. What are your thoughts on Sulcum? Yeah, I think he's, he's certainly in the, the quality for me and my exotics. And I, as I say, I always take a try in the first four. Gee, you'd love to see him jump cleanly. Interestingly, he, um, he was beaten pretty much the exact margin he missed the start in the Caulfield Cup. Mm. Now, it's not as simple as that. Uh, you know, he was on the heels of uh, without a fight and gold trip at about the 500 and he couldn't match them. But he was warming up late, so I think 3200 is right up his alley. And uh, blinkers come off, stable, get it right on the big days. So, yes, including him. Ron Duffersey is going to back break up. He's tipping um, the uh, Sulcum and break up as his two bets in the race. What do you make of the Japanese horse out of his Caulfield Cup run? Yeah, ninth top rated for me. And uh, again, uh, one for perhaps those wider exotics. I thought he stuck to his task in a really fast Caulfield Cup. 3,200 will suit him a lot better. He'll be fitter. He just died on his run late. Now, whether or not he can make that much improvement in two weeks is, is going to be the challenge. But we saw it with Romani Warrior, didn't we? Mm. Um, so we had three weeks to do that. But um, So, look, that, that's, uh, that's what I was thinking. But, again, you know, it's a back-your-own-judgment race. Every year we see a horse at big odds um, that can fill a place in a Melbourne Cup. I'm not sure if this year is the year for that. What are your thoughts? Is there a bolter that we could throw in a first four to get some good value? Um, you're just cutting out there, mate, but I, I think I got the gist of it. Um, yeah, you're looking for a roughie there, and look, we, we've got one pretty much pretty rough at our top pick, and um, out of those, uh, you know, that you're taking trifecta, I think Van Declare's flying. Mm. Um, I think Decon Sweet Junior, perhaps the best. If you're looking for one that can run first four at 100 and something to one, I thought he ran well in this race last year, worst part of the track. Uh, so, look, tote-wise, I'm not sure what he'll come up because it, it's... it's you know, the, the, the race out works. <laughs> the favourites are wider and the, the long shots are, are a bit skinnier, but um, he can hopefully add a bit of value to our big first four. All right, so David Gately, uh, it's about value for Gator. Future history, 21 on top of three without a fight, five Vauban and one gold trip. Gator selections in this year's Melbourne Cup. Uh, SMS is coming through here. Hey, Gator, what about the run of Munamek in the last on Saturday? Yeah, gee, it was a busy race, wasn't it? I mean, um, there was a, a lot to take out of it. I think the winner was the rightful winner, though. Cause for concern. He was held up just as long as Munamek was and only burst too late. Um, so good uh, good value uh, winner home there in the last. Pity we missed the other legs of the quaddy. Munamek, look, <laughs> missed the run at the 100 um, and it did seem unlucky home 11.70. The horse that ran 10th was 200 to 1, beaten two lengths. So how good's racing at the moment? Very competitive. Uh, what about uh, He-Man? Uh, he took an eternity to wind up, Gator. I was really disappointed with that start to Derby Day. Well summed up on all fronts. Sixth fastest in the race. Only nine runners. 400 to the 200. That's what cost him. Surge late, 11.96. Terrific. 
got within a half length, but Kaizad had pinched it. Um, you know, the rail held up really well on the day, and uh, he just had to accelerate a bit better. That's what beat him, I agree. Uh, he got past Brave Mead clearly. Um, so he did everything right, but win it. Another SMS asking, what happened to Cylinder on Saturday, Gator? Uh, so poor recovery rate. So forgive file for that horse. Um, way below his best. He certainly was. Um, uh, have you got a couple that we can follow tomorrow uh, before we get your um, parlay? There's an SMS asking, uh, what do you think of Madame Pomery in race number nine tomorrow, Gator? Yeah, well, again, I've had, I've had to oscillate a little bit. That's an impossible race, one of many. But um, I thought she was unlucky, one of many unlucky in the uh, in the key lead-up race. Um, they're probably the most likely uh, winner out of those. The more you watch the replay, a cool die unlucky, skewers mm. unlucky out of that same race. But she's drawn wide to sit off them and swoop. I think by race nine, Tuesday, run-ons will get their chance. I've got her second pick behind Ladon Sans Rouge, who gets D-Lane taking over from a good draw. So... Um, after falling short with a couple of our run-ons, He-Man, Zardozzi, etc., he went five seconds on Saturday, but um, I've just gravitated to one who'll sit up a bit closer, and that's Ladon's Rouge. Gee, the Desirable's a good race. Obviously, it's uh, a key lead-in now to the 1,000 guineas with that um, rescheduling of yep. the Group 1, and it's a it's a deep race on Saturday. Who did you come up with in the Desirable? Look, I've landed on Fasil. I tipped her in the... Um, the gothic and she just it was an odd run she was under pressure the whole race she kept responding now when i see that i think the horse wants 1400 so she gets to 1400 here the only horse that beat her was arkansas kid who just ran fourth in the coolmore i'm surprised she's on around double figure odds commemorative does look extremely promising and hard to beat and Komochi brings down the group one form from sydney so plenty of dangers but happy to play for seal at the, at the on or around double figures in the last race, Ron Duffersey gave us a big push for Inver Park at around about $10. Is it in your numbers? Winning hope, third pick for me. I thought it ran really well. Wide run in weight for age last start. Comes back to a benchmark 90. And, um, yeah, as I say, third pick, but certainly goes in everything. Uh, a little earlier in the day, Mick Shark, he's pretty keen on pounding in race two. It drops a lot in class. Um, are you in pounding's corner? Look, I'm probably not as confident as Mick, but I do have the horse on top. I'm scared stiff. I forgot you. I've always had a lot of time for and that ain't no deal done form is really good. Um, Pounding's got to carry the 59 and a half. And, you know, if you don't believe in weights, I think um, you're wrong. But anyway, it's up to you. But, um, yeah, I, I have lent to Pounding over, forgot you. Um, but you're yeah, not as effusive, but you can only have one on top and that's him. Uh, there's an SMS here from Winker. Hey, Gator. I'm with Absurd in the Cup. I like Pounding, Barber, Kamochi and Chalton Lane for the rest of the card. Uh, of those, do you give them a chance? Yeah, I think they're all winning hopes. Certainly the Cup, as I, as I keep saying, it's back your own judgment, live and die by it and have a lot of fun. That's the key to our great race. Chalton Lane's going to take some beating down in the weights. It's going really well. I can't remember the other horse you mentioned, but... Um, Barber, he's a pretty well, short price. He's in oh, yeah. $2.40 now. Yeah, I like the gear change. I think the blinkers will suit him. Um, John to swoop, like that. His key roll with jaws in. Gate one hasn't been the place so far. So it's advantage Barber. Just the drop back to 1,000 was the only little query, but he's on top as well. And Mr. Waterville, um, Chris Waller gave us a good push for it earlier in the 2,800-metre race. $3 favourite. Are you in his camp? Look, I probably should have tipped it. Um, I think... Um, he just brings in the best form. I actually gave him some hope in a Metro, but one in track record time, but he just didn't have much go right there. 
and then went to uh, uh, the Geelong race and ran very well. Uh, so he's certainly um, in the mix. I just lent the insulation blinkers on down in the wades, but yeah, I could back 12 and 3 in that race. Last quick one before I get your Cup Day parlay. Um, would pride of this is a, a question from a listener. Would Amelia's jewel have been in the finish if she didn't get that interference in the Golden Eagle, in your opinion? Uh, in my opinion, uh, yes. I think you can argue she's right. Uh, in the, the winner was very strong late. In fact, his last China was the quickest of the day at the end of um, 1500. He broke 11 seconds at uh, that winner. So it, she would have had to have been very good. Um, but I think she is, you know, and I tend to um, tend to agree. I mean, the way she was stood on her on her haunches and still picked up and hit the line. Not many can do that. So a big sob story. Um, shortened version. I think she runs first or second. Yeah. Uh, the good news is that even though she was a bit battered and bruised, there's no long term yep. effects. Uh, she'll be heading back home uh, a little later today, according to Simon Miller. All right, Gator, give us your Cup Day parlay. All righty, let's do it. Uh, so. We are going to go with uh, a parlay 2-3. So they, two of them win, we know, three of them win, Hawaii. We're going uh, race three, number 10, Queen of Dragons, into race four, number one, Barber, into race 10, number seven, Dubai Poet. Oh, uh, that'll keep us entertained and enthralled throughout the day. <laughs> race three, uh, number 10, into race four, number one, into race 10, number seven. Uh, Gator, I'll see you very soon for Channel 10's Melbourne Cup preview show and then I'll look forward to spending a wonderful Melbourne Cup day with you on Network 10 uh, tomorrow, the coverage for Cup Day. It's going to be absolutely spectacular. Yeah, just bring down the restraining order for one day, mate, and we'll um, have a bit of fun. Good on you, Gator. David Gately with uh, his early look at Cup Day.